Welcome campers, this is Aaron and Bryce, your camp host. And you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. How many times have we done things like this that get edited out? All of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I would have to depend on the listeners to tell me. Yeah. yeah. How would they know? I don't know. <laughs> I just think oh. we should sing more Bob Dylan. That's pretty hilarious. Hey, <laughs> How about some Neil Young? Neil Young. What about the whole podcast controversy going on this week? You want to talk about that? Uh, I am unaware. Oh, yeah. everybody is pulling their music off of Spotify. Oh, because of Joe Rogan. Because Joe Rogan misinformation. Yeah, you know promotion. Yeah, and it has exposed Spotify's content policies. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, I like. I don't necessarily care for Joe Rogan's podcast or his style. Yeah. Which probably I, won't won't affect our ratings one way or another. <laughs> no, if you love yeah, hopefully somebody's not like, oh, I love Joe Rogan. I'm gonna unsubscribe. Unlike. I'm unlike. gonna smash that unlike button. Nope. But uh I like listening. Like he's had he'll have conservative right wing people on. He'll have Bernie Sanders on. Mm-hmm. He'll have Elon Musk on. He had the guy who um Oliver Stone. That one was fascinating. Yeah. You know, so he's across the board. He's, yeah. But I really, what I like most about Joe Rogan was his performance as Joe in News Radio. One of my favorite all-time shows. You have mentioned that. Have you seen it? No. I, I mean, I've. Them to you. They're great. No, I don't want to watch it. Phil Hartman, Andy <laughs> Dick. Yeah, great. Crew. Yeah, great cast. Uh, I'm just not interested. Right up there with Northern Exposure. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. seen it? No. Oh. All right. Well, that's been TV talk. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was funny how like you and I have watched such different TV and movies. <laughs> so different. Yeah. yeah, I could name every like kid movie, and you're like never seen I don't it. Know um, nothing. Like all that stuff, and never seen a Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Don't know a Star Wars. <laughs> I know there's that gold shiny trash can guy. Uh huh. But this loses listeners. So let's move on to the next topic. Yeah, don't don't be. Harsh you know what we are it. not doing tomorrow? What's that? Going fishing. That is correct. We are not. Last Friday, we did get to. Yeah. Tomorrow, today. I guess it'd be listener today. <clears throat> today, right. Um, beautiful day. We got out on the water. We mm-hmm. had a nice little float shakeout run. Mm-hmm. So, Dude, that, that was, was so much fun. Floated the river, short little stretch, and it was like that beautiful winter in the northwest with, with mm-hmm. some sun, where I remember both of us were going... A lot of sun. I'm, fully sunny. I'm going to take a layer off. You yeah. know, and you're like, gosh, I'm warm. And then, and then just... 10, 20 minutes later, you're going, uh, mm. I might put that layer back on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just... <laughs> Got a little chilly. Yeah. yeah. But it was fine. It was so good. Fun, it was though. so nice. We made some new friends. No steelhead were harmed in the float. Eco-fishing is what I call that. <laughs> you know, it's like you yeah. You keep the population yeah. where it lives. We did make some friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a little drift boat of a couple of dudes that we kept... Hopscotch? Yep. Is that well, back and uh, forth? Leapfrog, and I think. Leapfrog. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So they I, were fun. I, do you ever see frogs in the road when you drive? Oh, yeah, when it's raining and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, you see them and they jump. Yeah, and you're like, how I'm many like, did I get? Oh, I hope I didn't kill them, little guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. But do you think that that's what they're thinking? Like, oh, here come the cars. Like, do I go now? Or do you think they even think about that? I don't. <laughs> I mean, they're a frog, right? So. Oh, it's not like a deer sees the headlights and knows it's a car and pauses and says, what's that? They just keep <laughs> yeah. going. I love when people talk for animals. 
oh no, a car. <laughs> like that's like Gary Larson <laughs> from the far side. It's like, oh, you ever yeah. see the, yeah, yeah, yeah. where cows are standing in a mm-hmm. field and they're all talking and one of the cows yells, car! And they all <laughs> get down on their all fours and act like cows and then they leave again. and Or the car leaves and they stand up. <laughs> hmm. But yeah. yeah, so sorry, frogs. Back, the water was just, mm-hmm. I mean, great float. The boats worked fine. Yeah. It was so good. It was no awesome. No issues. I feel like we figured out how to, I figured out how to carry more rods than I ever have before, and so that was good. <laughs> I, I got more strappy things. You know, since I've been moving yeah. and unpacking and unloading, now I have an opportunity to put stuff together, right? Like, right. this stuff goes over there. Oh, So oh, then when we categories. go to go, yeah. it's like, oh, I know where everything is. Isn't I'm that gonna nice? grab all my stuff. I want to get back to that because I did, I used to have my, my gear in fairly good order yeah. and I feel it's, it's gotten a little disorganized, which I don't like. Yeah. I like to have it grab and go, but yeah, it's been re- nice to just get all my bins together, whatever I need. I know I have everything for steelhead fishing, for trout fishing. Now mm-hmm. I can find it mm-hmm. because for the longest time I didn't know where anything was. So I'd have to have duplicates of everything. Yeah. Right. Now it's all collective and together. So awesome. speaking of duplicates of everything, I, you need to share with the listeners the epiphany that you have arrived at. Oh, yes. It's a big one. I'm going to, you know. I want to hear this. Like you can't begin. To, you can't begin to heal <laughs> until you give voice to something, right? That's, like, that's isn't right. that they say that you give yes. language to it, you speak it, and it yeah. takes the power Correct. out of it. Correct. So I think I'm ready to say that I might be done with my mass accumulation of stuff from garage and estate sales. Wow. Crickets. That Chaz can maybe do some crickets out I, there. I'm sorry. I was just, I'm dumbfounded. Lord. Yeah. That's me shocked. Not like a search for words. Because I'm kind of, here's the revelation that I've had in this moving process, mm-hmm. right? I've been in a period of time of mm-hmm. accumulation mm-hmm. for all the activities and all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's... Mm-hmm. Saws, whether it's fishing gear, whether it's hiking stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's bins of hiking food, which we might sample a little later. Yeah. I've been in this period of accumulation. Then I had to move everything and I'm like, I have everything I need. Time. Like I am so much more dis I can be so much more discerning mm-hmm. in what I need because there's really not anything I need. Like I am I've come to a revelation of gratitude and thankfulness for that. That like Really, there's not much stuff that I feel like, oh, I need. It's not like, right. oh, I need a chainsaw. Oh, I need, right. you know, I, 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 I'm fortunate. I'm quite <clears throat> You're not good. Well, it's not like you also are going, oh, my gosh, I have everything. It's awesome. Like, I have the best oh, stuff. No. You, you're a frugal person, and and you... My, my cars are both over 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you do. You have your needs covered. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's not, there's not a lot of... There's not a lot of like, oh, I gotta have this thing, or I need this, or I want that. It's mm-hmm. like I'm, I my investment in time for a long time. I was like, I really don't want to buy stuff unless mm-hmm. it is a, an investment in a future activity that I can do that gives me joy and peace, or with others, right? Yeah. So that's why sometimes I have duplicates of stuff like the float and the, the little pontoon boat things, you know, yeah. because then I can invite somebody along and just be like, you just just come show up. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have a rain jacket, I got you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have waders, we got some. That's an interesting, uh, like, piece of psychology right there. Because 
I have another friend that does a similar thing where he, he invites people on like every adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, sometimes inviting people along makes it, well, it makes it more fun sometimes, but it can also bring a lot of frustration when somebody doesn't share the same passion as you mm. at, at, or the same level of it for something and what you really are going. And I'm just speaking personally where it's like you are looking for a day out, whatever you're going to go do. And you're like, man, it'd be great to go with somebody. And you're picturing them doing that thing as fervently as you. And then they don't. <laughs> and then you're frustrated. And you're like, man, I went through all this work to get them totally outfitted. And they just didn't even really care so much, right? They they yeah. didn't they didn't seem to enjoy it. Why did I go through all that work? Yeah. Okay, phew. Good. For a second there, I thought you were talking about our float on the river. Because, you know, I'm just good with a few hours out on the water and like, well, I'll flick my line a little bit, but I'm shaking it out. I'm seeing what I need to do when I get back, what I what I got with the boats. Yeah. And you're like, we get there. We haven't gone. We haven't floated down the river 10 feet. And no. you're like, we should pull hey, over and fish this. We should fish right here. <laughs> yeah. And I flick yeah. it a couple of times and then I sit down and I'm just kind of waiting. No. You know? I'm re- just enjoying it. And I recognize like that's what you needed was yeah. to float the river. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can't really do it on a pool pool <laughs> pool floaty and a cooler of beer, you know. No. So you might as well just do it in your boat with some fishing stuff. But it's more yeah. that so I understand what you're saying. You're you know, if you invite somebody along, whether it be a child or whether it be a friend, you know, like, right. oh, you gotta come do this thing, it's gonna be so great, we're gonna do it. You've envisioned it. Right. You have your level of expectation for how it's gonna go and the activity level. And yeah. you're like, let's hit it hard, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm just kind of here to chill, yeah. relax. Well, and so I guess so. Then what I arrive at is there's something there's something good in someone else ha- having skin in the game, mm. right? And so it's like, uh, you want to go whatever it is, hiking with me? Cool. These Get are your the, own. These are the boots. things that you're gonna need, right? And it's like, what do you have of these things? Uh, I have this or this, but I don't have these things. Okay. Um, you know, is it something that you've, you, you can gauge through a conversation. Are they going to want to buy this stuff or do they want to borrow it to see if they like it mm. and then buy it? But it's like, you never have to do a thing. You just come along with me. And then it's like, they're also not the ones that are typically going to be doing research ahead of time. They're mm. just showing up, right? And participating in an activity that they didn't have to work for. Yeah, and so it's like uh, I think yeah, there's some value in not having all the gear for people. So anyway, yeah. it, it's just uh, uh, one of the things that I think about when you're like, hey, I don't want to have all this gear anymore. And it's not necessarily because you don't want to lend somebody some gear. You do, but it's like, yeah, I don't, probably don't need a whole five bins of backpacks. <laughs> you know? I mean, or maybe you do. Or who could who could tell? How would you know? <laughs> if you have five bins worth of kids, maybe, then sure. I tell you, unfortunately, there may be one thing that I do need more of. Which is? Use Pendleton shirts off of eBay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fall into that category. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that would be, that would be good. They've been or just working around the house. It's been amazing. <clears throat> I don't know how the shirt knows to keep you cool or warm it like, just, I just it's just gear it's so on the plot. perfect dude, dude those are good so well and they're durable i mean that's the thing yeah. yeah like you and i both we find them and i find them at like secondhand stores all the time and and it's like dude this is some of them i've gotten are not very good shape yeah. or whatever but i've gotten a few that look new but you could yeah you can beat them up and they're just fine yeah <laughs> pretty crazy mm. 
So, so I do have one other update. Okay. Uh, So you know the things that you put on the crab, not a dollar bill, but like the little plastic thingy, and it has to plate has to fit over that its shell to be a keeper. Oh, the measuring tool. Yeah, a little plastic thing that goes over it, or you can use a dollar bill. You know, I did not the know the dollar same. bill thing. They're the exact same, but you probably run into some angle and some arc. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, they're they're the same width. Okay. Um, did you know that they make a tool like that that goes over your wheels to tell you how wide your tires are? No. Me neither. <laughs> because I figured out the tire deal, went yeah. to a different place, and yeah. I'm like, I got all these considerations problems, yeah. and problems. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, let me just measure your wheel. Well, it turns out it was the right size, and I got the same tires I had, and we're all set, and we're all done. Keep my chains. How many weeks have we been talking? Oh, I've been trying to figure that thing out for three months. We talked about it. I made a long story long last week and uh, talked about it for hours. But it's all good. So now I'm ready to go drive in the snow. I'm ready to get off road. I'm ready to go. I think it is funny because when you were like, look at, check out my new tires. And I'm like, wait, these are the same ones you had, right? And you're like, yep. I'm like, wow. I got to just throw a shout out here to a non-sponsored discount tire. Yes. Check them out. You're a fan too. We Uh talked about that. I have bought tires from them for years. Yeah. So I bought a lot of pairs or sets of tires from them. So I mean, I used to be a big Les Schwab fan when their service level was up to Les's expectation. When he was alive and running the company. Yeah. It is anymore. Nope. I agree. Um, But in other news... I uh, was over at the neighbor's taking a trailer back after I got some wood the other day. I did bury my truck in oh, the, no. the mud. You so did. I got her good and stuck. I'm seeing a picture of um, the the truck is stuck. <laughs> it's like a low rider. Yeah, yeah. It looks like your <laughs> little two-wheel drive pickup. It was just caught in like a, it was caught in like almost like a French drain. Yeah. Like a little dip, and it was soft enough that when I hit it, in. I spun, and everything just sunk down. Were you in four-wheel drive? I was in four low. Yeah, entering. No. Oh, see, that's probably the problem. I was in. I was in. I was in four high, moving it out on the field, but oh. I didn't realize how soft and wet it was. Oh, and that so combined with yeah, and I was trying to back up a trailer into like a weird mm-hmm. spot. And yeah. So, so how'd you get out? So that was fun. That was that was an ordeal. The neighbor came around with the tractor, and he's like. When I get this thing in four-wheel drive, it's going to go really slow. <laughs> and then he just gave me just... I mean, I just needed to get two inches, yeah, and I was so up you and could out. get traction, yeah. Pulled it out. That's and a whole so older deal. So, hey, right. let's eat something fun. All right, let's do it. Oh, man. Dude, this is um, a crazy smattering of this camp kitchen your food bins because it's kind of like when i go hiking when mm. i go fishing i just kind of root around in there root mm. route you did you rooted root around in there and be like oh what do i want i got uh, it's full of bars it's full of sweet and savory you yeah. went a little sweet because you've had yeah. dinner I i've think, had apparently. dinner okay. yeah yeah you had early supper well i guess i had a really late lunch and it was big and so I was full when I got here, and you kept trying to feed me snacks. <laughs> I, I know. Well, so I made hummus. It was pretty good. It was good hummus. Yeah. I have to say. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, so I you went dessert. I went dessert. So to drink, I have. Oh, dang it! The bottle's way over there. Um, it's a cranberry cider. I think crab they, tree. Cran. I think crab tree. I think they call it cran tree. Cran that would tree. make more sense. And it's like five point two ABV or whatever. Is but that good? It's just probably standard, I think. Pretty okay. pretty average, I guess. I like a cider. Mm-hmm. 
I like like a, a very like a blueberry or pineapple. Whew. I don't know if I could do cranberry. I think that came out maybe around Thanksgiving time. Oh my gosh! You love it. Mm. That's your love it. <laughs> uh, that's your I love it face. <laughs> oh, that's really tart. Okay. Um, tart. Oh, probably not. Probably not my favorite. So it it doesn't taste like the cranberry jelly in a can. You're saying it tastes more like cranberry relish that's healthy. My for mouth you. is watering right now. Oh, like, that it's tart. It's like so tart. Yeah. Let's see if I can make a noise for you. It's, no, it's probably because it's flat. It's been it's still. For so no, long. there's no bubbles in that stuff. Oh. Yeah. I got a hint. Hint of lemon cayenne. A mm-hmm. little bit of caffeine, though. 60 natural milligrams. <clears throat> I like hint. Uh, it's water. Oh, yeah. Have a whiff of that before I get into it. Let's see here. Yeah, I love it. We've had different flavors of this. and Just a hint. My kids don't like it. Uh, but, dude, hint is good. Because it's, it's still, no bubbles. Yeah. But it has... What, let me That's hear. good. What I like think? it. I love it. I've had it before. Oh, you it have? It is good. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I've had it before. It's good. I like it. It's got a resealable cap. Yeah. That's yeah. nice because you can just take it in the car, throw it in a yeah. backpack, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, got a little bit of flavor, not just drinking regular water. Yeah. And it's a bit of a robust bottle. It's not like those cheap, like water bottles. Yeah. It's it's a stronger one. So yeah, you can't even hear the crinkle. Yeah, no crinkle. It's thicker. So that's good. Okay, so those are our beverages. Now let's get into these snacks, camp snacks. <clears throat> Boy, this we, what I we went different routes on this. Are you going to try some of this? I'm going to try this. Mm. So you got. Uh, mm. So a can of jalapenos. <laughs> I think it's jalapenos, carrots, and onions, like you get at the like at the yeah the burrito store, yeah, stand right, yeah, which I love. It's the snacks I love when I am eating a burrito and it's lunchtime. Yeah, I'm wanting to get into my burrito, so I don't really take full advantage of these. Now, good time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I bet you can of jalapeno. I bet you those are good. They're good. Would you like one? No, thanks. Would you like my can of fish? (laughs) No. So that you canned, what is this, trout? No, somebody gave me this. Uh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't look well canned, well preserved, and that's probably why I'm not going to eat it. What do you mean it doesn't look well preserved? It should have um, oil and like water covering all of the meat because there's oxygen in there. No, it's sealed. Yeah. It's all good. With oxygen. Yeah. I don't... Home... I, home oh. Well, like I said earlier, when the big one hits, <laughs> yeah, and you're eating your rats, yeah, you can come on over and have some canned fish. I will, I will kill <clears throat> rats and varmin, vermin, and barbecue those before I would eat old canned fish from somebody that didn't know. Well, I don't know. What made do you, th- it. what do you think that means? Eight sixteen, or is it eight two thousand six? Or do you think that would be oh six? Oh, it's probably eight six eight oh six. I don't know, dude. It's a gamble. I get a little bit of a. I don't know feedback. I don't. I don't think that's safe. <laughs> I'm not gonna take a risk on that one. Okay, maybe I should just save it for the big one. You could, yeah. That way, if you die, you're gonna die quickly of botulism. That's true. Yeah, I I did think about botulism the other day because I shared a can of uh, yeah. a tin of smoked clams with the neighbor. Oh, and I was like, I don't know how old these are because I was just <clears throat> unboxing stuff, so I pulled them out of a box. Isn't uh, 
isn't like there's a, a couple of vegetables that or is it all canned vegetables where botulism is a big deal? I mean, I know, I know like green green beans, beans, I think. But also, I think green beans, you can, if you do it wrong, you you can, you can get botulism. That's a lot. If you do them at your house, you do them on your own. Yeah, on your own. If you don't do it properly, which I don't know what the proper way is. I'm tempted to Google botulism, but I'm also quite fearful. (laughs) (laughs) To introduce a new fear into life. Yeah, that's what we need. So I'm going to, instead of that fish, I'm going to go with the uh, bumblebee. Chicken salad. This is a snack on the run. Oh, yeah. Crackers, a little spoon, and a little chicken salad. Okay, I'm going to open up my... While you're doing crinkle sounds, I'll do crinkle sounds. Okay, uh-oh. Lost my spoon here. So what do you got? I've got a uh, Reese's Puffs. So oh, it's like a, a great bar. Yeah, it's like a puff bar with well, real like a, Reese's peanut butter. It's like a candy bar disguised as a granola bar. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's delicious. That one's quite good. Mm, yeah. I mean, of the candies, wow. I think Reese's they is pretty spot on. They get for it. For all the pieces, yeah. the, the variety of the cups. Mm-hmm. They make Easter bunnies. They make hearts. They make eggs. They make all, They hit all the holidays. Dude, solid bar. That is good right there. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. But this you can't have good. just one. Oh my goodness. It'd take us a while to find another one, but I remember <laughs> those. That's why I had to empty them out of the box and disperse them oh. across my many. So you didn't eat them in one So trip. I didn't eat them all in one sitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did funny. that with a package of zingers. Oh, like, zingers. Like uh, maybe it was a little Debbie's. It was like while I was moving, I stopped in at Bymart, and you know, there's that rack there that has all the. Yeah. Hostess cupcakes, all the little mm-hmm. just sugar things, right? Right, right. Um, and I got some sort of a vanilla cake thing, ten individually wrapped for like a dollar seventy nine. I was like, mm. oh, that's a that's gotta be a little that's Debbie. That's a good value. I can do that. I think I ate the whole box before I got to the next stop. <laughs> they were so good. It was awesome. So what do you got there? Okay, so this is the crackers that go with my chicken salad. <clears throat> so you have a. Okay, little thing of like whatever six crackers in the box, six crackers, bumblebee. It's a snack pack. Bumblebee, eat it on the go. Little can of chicken salad, little spoon to serve it. You've never tried these. (laughs) Fine, I won't. I feel like this is something that your your wife could pick up at the shop there. Mm -mm. No, we don't need this. Mm. I, I have had chicken salad. We'll make it every once in a while. Okay, where are you laying on the chicken salad? Apple, no apple. Oh, I could do apple in it. I'm a strong no apple. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's um, not wonderful. I'm... It's got to have celery. Mm-hmm. Um, pickles. You do celery in your tuna salad? Uh, not always, but I don't mind it. I should smell this. It's going to smell gross. Well, you think it's bad? They can probably smell it through the recording. It's so bad. No, it's it's not gonna be bad. I don't think it's maybe it's just bad by design. Yeah, like it just smells like foul, you know, like no, no pun intended. I'm listening to a podcast from the Atlantic on the history of spam. No, because I love spam. Yeah, it's fascinating. Really, and like it is huge in uh, like Polynesian areas. Yeah, um, 
Vietnam, um, mm-hmm. Hawaii, all these places where we have had military installations because the military has used it hmm. because it's non-perishable, travels well, doesn't go bad, mm-hmm. and give it to the troops. It's high protein. Hmm. But yeah. it's like the company is based in somewhere in the Midwest. And so the podcast is exploring, okay, how did spam... as made in the Midwest, become so huge in these other areas of the world. Right. And it's where the military installations are because the U.S. military would give it as rations to these places. And then the troops, when they were there, would barter and trade it with right. the locals right. for, like, eggs, right? Or for whatever Stuff they, they were growing. Yeah. They, yeah. And so it became more... I mean, like, it is delicious, but it's more of, like, a nostalgic sentiment mentality sort of food mm-hmm. in these cultures that's been handed down over generations mm-hmm. so yeah it's definitely <clears throat> if you go to hawaii they'll have it at breakfast places it's mm-hmm. like pretty popular uh, it's not for me i'm not a big spam fan i've had it it's it's eatable edible i can didn't i, can, I ask you about it and you said yeah i love hot dogs so i'd probably like it was that you is that somebody else uh, on spam i don't know i've had it enough times to know that it's like no nah, i'm not crazy okay. about it and if somebody goes, do you want some spam? My answer will almost always be no. But if it if it's like, hey, I want you to eat this. It's got spam in it. I'll be like, okay, I'll eat it. So if I made spam fried rice sometime for the show, mm-hmm. I'd eat it. We could do it. Okay, maybe we'll do yeah. that next episode. I'll make I'll pull out that little stove there because it's easy. The rice is already cooked. I think you cooked spam on this before on this, this podcast. On the podcast, I think so. It's but, quite possible. We've been doing this for how long has this pandemic been going on? Thirteen years. Uh, so it's been at least that long. It's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you've made it for me. Well, I know you've made it for me. It's just not my favorite. Okay. So hmm. if you make it, I'll try it. But you'll never hear me go. Oh man, I could really go for a can of spam right now. You're never gonna buy it and make it on your own. No. Okay. Uh-uh. No, I'd rather. Shoot a rat at my house and barbecue it. Whoa. <laughs> Which is like disgusting, right? We were talking about uh, off when the big one hits. Off air, not, yeah. Not when if. the big one hits. When we're searching through your bins, you're like, got all this disgusting random food. I'm like, no, I'll just live on my chickens and goats and my rats that are running around. And then when those are empty, we'll see what happens. I then might you'll become come over a, for my old cans of fish. I might come, yeah, some, become a vegetarian. <laughs> To that end, have you ever thought about where we live, the region uh, in which we live, how our road infrastructure would be if a minor earthquake happened? Like, because we have every road that you and I drive on Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. is covering small streams, culverts, creeks. Like, we're not, we don't have main arteries, you Mm -hmm. know, like highways and freeways to where we go. We're going to be cut off. Like, I was thinking about it where I lived out in Sandy. Mm -hmm. I had the Sandy River. Every direction yeah. around me. Well, you were way back in there. Yeah, you're down in the in the woods. Yeah, you had you were covered by water. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think about that stuff at all. It just is like really uh, no. It's not. It doesn't occupy. It's not fun to think about. And my brain doesn't it's, think that's about not things fun? that are not fun. But it's very logical and rational to plan a little bit. That's not always fun though. It's not fun, you're right. <laughs> so I don't I just avoid those things. I do a thing called reframing. And so it's like if something's not fun or if it doesn't sound pleasant, I'll reframe it in my memory to be like, Oh, actually, this is this is what happened. Oh, oh and wow. I have a hard time remembering 
the actual events of things that were terrible. Because I'll I'll reframe it. <clears throat> it's just my personality. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All these things you learn about me. Uh, okay. Here's my other treat. What these else you got? Freeze dried strawberries, and I just opened this bag up. Mm-hmm. They're whole strawberries. Really? They're Let's so, at least save a couple of those for my. Wife. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a good number in here, so mm. I just want to have one. It sounds crunchy. <laughs> wow. But is it crunching it into like a dissolve? Mm. When they freeze dry something, do they really freeze it? Hmm. I don't think so. I don't know. It's a process that, I mean, it mm. has the word freeze in it, but it's just a process that removes all of the moisture. Hmm. Great. Again, great for backpacking. Lightweight. That is really interesting. You love it. I actually like it a lot. Yeah. I like it. Um, because it gets stuck in your teeth in a good way, oh, not sticky. Okay. Like a stuck in your teeth, like a butterfinger. No, well, maybe. No, not like a butterfinger. Okay. It's. It just well, it just turns into like a strawberry jam sort of a thing. It's really good. Hmm. I think it would have been better if they were sliced. In any, you know. However, don't 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 care how it's be sliced. What all's in there? Is it just strawberries? Yeah, it's just look at here. It's That's, just strawberries. That kind of makes sense. I would <clears> probably <throat> not buy something like this unless it was something quirky. No, strawberries and sugar. Oh, I see what you're saying. What's added? Yeah. Oh, there's like five. She can't have one. I she cannot. No. One. No. Sugar. So we can eat them. They're delicious. They smell so good, like strawberry. I mean, I mean, it sounds moronic to say, "Oh, they smell like strawberries," but they really smell. This food tastes like what it should taste like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's delicious. Mm, so good. Mm, it does turn into like a jam. Yeah, sugary jam. Like it turns into like a when you're getting like a Burgerville seasonal strawberry shake, and you get that syrup and the, yeah. and the fresh fruit in there. Yes. And you That's get a you get a pull, and it's like, oh, that was all syrup. Mm-hmm. That's what that tastes like. Um, this is so dark. I can't read it. <laughs> what do you mean? In here? Oh, yeah. Here we go. It says we harvest the freshest uh, fruits directly from the farm, and use a unique freeze drying process to remove water from the fruits, leaving a delicious treat that promotes smart snacking, minus the sugar. Uh, it's the it's the perfect crunchy snack for taking to work. School or the gym, which we don't go to school, we don't go to the gym, so we could take it to work, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do what your mama Does tells you. Eat your like perfect for emailing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because if it says that, I can take it to work. <laughs> emailing, business meetings, <laughs> commutes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> virtual conference meetings. <laughs> so good. Probably not good for those because it's so crunchy mm. and loud, right? Yeah, Sally, so. you're 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 not muted, you're, <laughs> dude. It it's, it kills me. Like people still, still cannot figure out the mute unmute button of Zoom meetings. Pretty hilarious. Hmm. So that's our uh, that's Camp Kitchen. I got one more snack. We got a. Oh, you do. We got a cheap chocolate. Oh, you're right. Cheap chocolate. We'll end Close it all it with a cheap chocolate. 
Not doves. It's like a. It looks what like what rhymes with dove. Love, love, loves. We'll call it, it's in the shape of a heart. We'll call it loves. That's true. Milk chocolate. This is one of those Valentine's Day candies where it's like, yeah, you know, it's cheap. It's on sale after the holiday. Just throw it in there, but it's not great. Not at you all. You wouldn't be like. Gross. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. Here's some crappy candy. It'd probably be fine for putting in the on the little dish on your desk, though, when somebody comes in. Oh, oh so bad. <laughs> Should I not eat it? I don't know. I, I don't love milk chocolate. I'm coming off a chicken salad, too. I think you should eat it just so we can hear. <laughs> I like dark chocolate because mm. it has a little bitterness. And, See, I, I don't, don't like dark chocolate. Mm. Okay. Gross. Mm. Tastes like cheap. It's cheap chocolate. Ugh. Tastes like those Easter bunnies. Those those chocolate Easter bunnies. Oh, those are pretty good. Mm-mm. Well, that's it. So grab a snack, throw it in your camp stuff, hit the road, throw it in your backpack, go fishing. I was so excited to go fishing last week, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't have to get any food. And then I got there, and I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't even bring water. <laughs> <laughs> That's I funny. did bring soup. You did, yeah. You had soup, but my soup got I had cold P- I had because PBJ. that little thermos thing is crap. So it I didn't threw work. that away. Ah, oh, bummer. We we had a pro deal, so I got some new ones. So, <laughs> all right, that's, that's it. Right. Let's talk. So the day has come. Big day. <laughs> I. Scheduled the dog's testicle removal. <laughs> we're all we're laughing at the dog. Just, da- he doesn't even know that's coming. <laughs> life is so good to him so right now. He's like, I love my right life. Might have the best parents. Oh, we're gonna take him. He's 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 gonna look at us differently after that. But I thought about doing it because it's a little expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean. I thought about, you know, maybe there's an alternative way. I haven't Googled it, you know, but maybe mm. you can remove your dog's own testicles <laughs> with like some rubber bands or something. So yeah. I was thinking I could just slowly over yeah. time just <laughs> add more rubber bands. They'd naturally yeah. heal and then uh, <clears throat> yeah. then they would fall off. What do you think? That's what they do in the farming community, you know. Uh, we got our goats and one of them uh, is a, what do they call it? He's a buck. I guess, but then or no, Billy, 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 but then he is a weather now because he's he's been banded. What? So <clears throat> you did a, that? I didn't do it myself. They did it. The Your day, wife did it a couple of days before we picked him up. Oh, um, they so they came with the bands on. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a band on already. So he never knew you. He he knew he clearly knew that you didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. When when I met him, he was just kind of well, worried. Because <laughs> I'm know? a little concerned that River is not going to be my friend after I take him for <laughs> this procedure. I, he never sleeps next to you anymore. Oh, he, just, <laughs> he, he hates me. He just is over he by the door me. as far away from you oh. as he can get. Every time we go to get in the car, he's like, no, I remember what happened last time. <laughs> Exactly. He's a smart dog, so <clears throat> we'll know. Get to the bottom of the driveway. If you turn right, he freaks out. If you turn left, he's okay. Yeah, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, good luck, River. Good luck. Have you been up to the snow at all this year? Uh, 
I mean, other see. than the wedding, we were in the snow a lot. For yeah, a I mean, there was that. But I haven't played in the snow on the right. mountain. No. Okay. No. Well, it's a good time to get up in the snow. We finally have good depth of snow. Yep. But I was thinking about it. Like, I the, here's here's a place I really don't want to go, and especially like a, a, a weekend day, is like the mountain. Or to like go skiing. Yeah. Okay. To skiing or snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Because I see the traffic reports. There's been reports of people being stuck up on the mountain coming home for like five, six hours. So you have so yeah. many more people. It's an outdoor, yeah, COVID safer ish activity, <clears throat> right? But sure. it's it's extremely expensive and the inconvenience of all that traffic and all those people. So yeah, I haven't I, skied in years. I mean, oh, it's just I down, don't know downhill, downhill ski. Yeah, the last time you went was the first date with your wife. That <laughs> that was the last time she went. <laughs> I went skiing, I don't know, maybe two or three times after that, but it's been over 20 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I kept my snowboard. I still have it. We we went to Austria to like a deal and we went and snowboarded there and mm-hmm. did like a Bible camp for a week. That was really cool. Huh. That was awesome. Yeah. But it was by a couple of days in, like I was kind of done. It was really nice because we were right there at the mountain and just walked over and you got on the gondola. No way. And, that's cool. Yeah. It was fun. I've never stayed. I've never skied anywhere that's not Mount Hood. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got a friend who's over in Copper Mountain, and he, he was on the chair, the lift, or the gondola. Sent me a picture, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. Copper Mountain." That's the same sort of a thing where, like, you stay at the the resort there in these condos and mm-hmm. all these units and hotels and yeah. hotels and stuff. But like, you are literally in the parking lot of where the ski resort is. You know, you're right there. You ski in, ski that's out. You awesome. grab your stuff. You walk out. You get on the lift. You're on the mountain. That's super cool. So that's cool. So that's why I kept the stuff, you know, for if if it's somebody's bachelor yeah. party or something. Maybe my bachelor party. I mean, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm have. I still I'm holding on to that card. Yeah, that, you know, one time you I didn't like, get one. I didn't. I mean, as I said, you know, my whole life was kind <laughs> of a bachelor party up till that point. So <laughs> I didn't really need one. Yeah, like what could I possibly do? Yeah. That I haven't had opportunity or already did. Yeah, and we kind of did it kind of quickly in a season where it was like, uh, you know, trying to move, trying to plan, trying to do all that stuff. I didn't really feel we had space, and so. Well, and I just feel if you had a bachelor party, it would be just like what you do in your regular life anyway. You're like, okay, we're going to go camping somewhere. We Yeah, we would go <laughs> yeah. camping. We would basically Which, go somewhere where my phone doesn't work. Right, and so it's like you and Cora do that together anyway, and it's per- you're perfectly happy. So it's like, yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. Hey, Cora, do you want to come to my bachelor party? Yeah. <laughs> but even though we're married, and like we'll just <laughs> pretend. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh yeah, <clears throat> so it is good. Like the yeah, uh, it's just the winter weather. Is that what you're getting at? Like oh yeah, winter weather. So like I was thinking, we we had a thing we were talking about. Like what sort of like, what's the forecast for activities right now? So we got all hmm. sorts of stuff going on right okay. now. I like it because there's not as many people out there. In summertime, you have everybody is everywhere. Everything is jammed up and back. In the shoulder season, you have more yeah. opportunities for diverse activities, and you can go get away. And not everybody's out because the weather's not great. Mm-hmm. So you can go. You can go crabbing. You can go fishing. You could go skiing, cross country skiing. Yeah. You could go snowshoeing, um, and expanding outward. I think we're we've talked about this more mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In, in summer activities too. But like expanding out where we're going to go, so right. not just going to the spots where everybody is, but going south, going north, going mm-hmm. east. You know, you could go over right now. This is a great time of year to go over and like camp on the Deschutes. And fly fish. We did this last January. Yeah. I guess think we were maybe even there for New Year's 
Eve and New Year's oh, Day. On the dish. Oh, you were. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we took the camper over there. We got like a great weather day. Yeah. A couple of days. And it was like, yeah. it didn't rain. It was dry. You could have fires. <clears throat> yeah. You could fish there where we camped, parked in one of the BLM spots, uh, Bureau of Land Management spots. You could, we didn't see another vehicle. Yeah. And so. I've gone over there a couple times in February uh, and fished and stayed. And yeah, it's it's it can be really cold, yeah. But it can also be really surprisingly warm, like or not warm, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's not it's not cold, cold. It's kind of like the coast too, you know. This time of year, you think, oh, it's just rainy and stormy at the coast, but you you, yeah. you go over there and go crabbing, and you're like, whoa, it's sixty four and sunny. And so crabbing is probably coming to an end because mm. the isn't it the rule of thumb is that you any any month that ends in R is a crabbing month. I thought it was ends in Y. No, I think it's R. Because it's, remember, it's like October, November, December, all good crabbing months. And then um, it gets into the, for whatever reason, I don't know if they're like molting or if they're. Oh, they're just not around as much, right? They migrate or what? They're just out deeper or something? Maybe. I don't know. I guess I should have looked this up before I kept saying it, huh? That's what I heard was any anything that ends in R is... Uh, I think that's what, that's what, uh, I'll see, who, who did tell us that? I think there's, I think I was talking about that in fall, like September, October, November are the really good months. It was and, Zach, I think, that told us. And September yeah. tends to be really good time to go because you're getting great weather and great crabbing. It's open year round, so crabbing can continue to be good, especially in larger bays or bays with less freshwater influence Mm -hmm. um but you're gonna have weather not so great potentially Mm -hmm. but you can't have good days yeah um i don't know and crabbing is like on my list i don't know why we haven't gone it's it's we just haven't (laughs) you know it's one of those things where we just got to do it yeah because uh dude it's delicious I love it personally, but I do not want to pay for it. Why? What do you mean? I don't want to go to the store and buy crab. Oh yeah, no, it no, is no, so expensive. No, me neither. No, I won't. I won't buy it. Sometimes you can get it on sale, but you get crappy. Yeah, crab. It's not great, but yeah, no, it's not worth it. It's better fresh, and then you're all in. You already kind of smell stinky because you went and got it, mm-hmm. and then you cook it up. It's all done. Like the house stinks like crab, mm-hmm. and then you're not. <clears throat> it's usually a rental. <laughs> and then you leave. Mm-hmm. I usually like, do it outside on like a big crab. Yeah, yeah, like a sort of deal, little broiler yeah. thing. But I don't know. Those are those are really fun things because it's like a whole day of it, and it just takes up everything. Usually, you can get some sort of uh, like clams or mussels or something. And can have a big. Seafood. I still want to do my coastal fish athlon. Yeah, yeah, we did Shell talk fish about fish athlon. A so tr- it would be, yeah. you know, a, a daily limit of crab. <clears throat> A daily limit of razor clams and a daily limit of uh, surf perch, which I've never done. I, I got all the setups, got rigged. I just yeah. never made it out to the water. That can be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's super simple. You just got to be at the right spots where you have rocky cliffs and outcroppings. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought <clears throat> surf perch was <clears throat> in the sand, but like the lingcod is on the rocks. Like rockfish and, ro- and lingcod is in the rocks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since I researched Unless it. Yeah, I've never caught a surf perch. I've tried a few times. I've never done it right. You went down to California last year and did some of this stuff, right? No, nah, a couple six of years ago. <laughs> yeah, last year or six years ago. It was a few years ago. 
uh, over <clears throat> over uh, after Christmas. Took a vacation. I went and fished off the jetty and did stuff down there in San Diego. It was awesome. Caught a couple bass or a few bass that were down there, like spotted bass. They're sweet. Caught a, uh, a mackerel. Which a was, mackerel, which huh. was crazy. Yeah, it was good. So, all right, what else? Yeah, we got? sandy sandy shorelines when they're stacked up for spawning. <clears throat> you are correct. That'd be funny. Uh, you, you'll see the guys sometimes out there at the beach and their waders, and they're like, "What is this crazy doing?" Oh, <laughs> that looks fun. I could do that. So you were talking about your chainsaw. I I think I need a new chainsaw. So you have two chainsaws, and in light of ah, what you just what I said share. earlier, <laughs> yeah, like I am just a walking controversy. Aren't what, I? Just here as a as a friend helping a friend. Contradiction. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, well, What's we went. Plan? I got a, got a friend, and we went over to their house. They got some property outside town, and they've been falling, felling some acres, uh, some alders, Lying. falling, logging, yeah. mm-hmm. to get them out and make some room on their property. They put up a new pole barn and all this stuff. They're doing some build out, so they just have tons of trees down and mm-hmm. go through a lot of wood now. And so she's been like, "Come on up, get as much wood, take as much wood as you want." And mm-hmm. I. Texted, I said, hey, I'm going to bring a truck and a trailer. Is that good? And she said, well, could you bring a log truck if you have one? <laughs> and so I was like, okay, this is good. You know? It's <clears> yeah. Like, yeah. It's a $5 bill. You know? Look at that tree. Save some money on some heat. Don't sure. have to buy it. So get up there. Bring both my chainsaws. I was going to teach Cora how to use a chainsaw or just get her comfortable with the little one. So I brought them both. And I didn't expect that they were going to necessarily help and participate and bucket and cut it and mm-hmm. help load it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, her husband brought out his chainsaw. And right. I was like, oh, I think I need a new chainsaw. Did you have chainsaw envy or what happened? It was it was just a little bit more beefy, a little more powerful. <laughs> it was on brand. It was, all, yeah. you know, it was... So but then it's like, but it's, you know, it's just like the cars, right? You know, right. we have old vehicles and they're fine. They're great and love them, right? Mm-hmm. But then you go, you drive by the car lot or you go to the auto show. It's why people always ask me, like, do you want to go to the auto show? I'm like, no, I would rather be fine with my cars. Yeah. Because if I go to the auto show and I sit in something, I'm like, oh, I need that. You're going to want it. I need that. Just like chainsaw. So I'm glad for the opportunity to talk this through. Mm-hmm. I don't need a bigger chainsaw. I was going to say that's. Bar envy. You have bar envy. Bar. Do you see that? Look at that! Look at that guy's bar. <laughs> Is that a skip chain or? A, you know. Yeah. So that was that was good. We can clear that one off. So I don't. What have we decided? I do need a chainsaw or don't need a chainsaw? Need no want okay. yes. And I don't even know if I necessarily entirely do want one. I might. I might wait till I come across one. Okay, then you totally sale. are no. You're good. You're fine. Okay. Here we go. All right. Um. We kind of talked about this just a second ago, what we were talking about licenses. You and I, is this me kicking your cord here? Yeah, you're kicking my cord. Stop it. Um, (laughs) We got, you, you, uh, I don't know how to even say it, but (laughs) I I had not been fishing yet this year. Got married, been moving. So I needed to purchase my fishing license Mm -hmm. and I texted you as a reminder that I needed to as well because I figured that was better than getting out on the water and not having it. So I set it up and I bought it. This is the first year I haven't bought the sports pack in a while because I always buy the sports pack because I want to be able, for the past few years, I've been talking with friends that put on like hunt camping with groups and go and like put together and put in for a draw or something, you know, and do all of that. Right. And I want to go. I want to be able to go participate in that and do that. Yeah. 
for more like the fellowship and the camaraderie and maybe learn some stuff, hang outside around the fire and eat camp food, right? It's not really, I, I want to chew a buck or something and then have to figure out what to do what with to it. What to do with it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right, <laughs> or, right. You know, or something like that. So this time I was like, well, I'm just going to, I haven't used it the past few years. I also do, in th- philosophy and in concept, I support Department of Fish and Wildlife. So I think that mm. license fees... Mm go towards management of uh, the species and all this sort of stuff. Gives them resources, right? You know, yeah, so I'm right. not opposed to that. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like when people, you know, you see those video poker sort of things and it right. says, your money goes to support fish and wildlife. And it's like, oh, just make a donation. Right. But it's like my fees go to that. So I'm okay with it. But I still couldn't believe it, it was only, it was like over a hundred and 110 bucks or something. Yeah. But I, it, it was important for me to get the shellfish. Because then it gives me one more opportunity and activity of like, yeah. I have it all, I just need to go. I didn't get... So I'm on the other end. I have been a sports pack buyer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what I noticed is that I didn't use all of those things, finally. Yeah. And so, um, I I don't know. I know, I noticed I, in the app, my waterfowl goes until like it's, April anyway. Yeah, so it's, it's an off-season thing. But my thing is, the savings that you get from buying... You know, even a combo hunting and fishing license is only a few dollars. It's literally just not a big deal. They package it together for convenience, not mm -hmm. really cost savings. No, it's just an easy way for them to sell more licenses, and they don't give you more savings, really, not enough savings to make it Mm -hmm. worth it. So I only now buy a fishing license, and then I'll get a salmon steelhead tag, or salmon steelhead or sturgeon halibut, I think is what it is. It's all together. And then um, here's where the debate comes in. Mm. Um, about six, I think it's six years ago or eight years ago, they came out with the, uh, Columbia waterway. Yeah. It's like a, it's not even endorsed. What do they call it? It's like a Columbia waterway, something, whatever. It's the one that you have to have to fish any tributary of the Columbia. Yes. So that was proposed for three years. Hey guys, we're going to implement this for three years. They were going to use the money for to improve things, boat ramps, all these kinds of different things, right? Columbia River Basin endorsement. There it is. So it's like ten bucks ish, mm-hmm. and um, and I was like, this this smells fishy. Pardon the pun again. <laughs> That's <clears throat> funny. And I'm like, whatever. If they're going to force us to get it, we have to get it. Can you say what they say in like a? politician fish and wildlife uh person's uh voice what do you mean you know how like you do you do voices you haven't done any yeah. voices lately right. what do they say what do you, you mean like what they're going to use it for well no if they said they went three years it was going to be for three years oh we've actually extended that because we're, we're continuing to use this blah 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 there's a shortage or whatever it's been right it's but we're on like year eight i think so I know mm. I, if you read the fishing forums, a lot of guys are protesting this and they're not buying it. Oh, because the tickets like 110 bucks. But again, I, that's where I feel like sportsmen need to gather together and say, "Listen, if you're going to make a deal with us, stick to your word." Yeah, you need to you because this is how you lose people's trust. It's like, yeah, now you're just you're just stringing us along for another ten dollars, and if you sell, you know, a million. Uh, licenses, you, there's 10 million bucks that you just got because people are, you know, there's no recourse, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so 
Anyway, there's no accountability there. So I do not, I fully do not Whoa. support like people just, oh, I'm going to buy the sports pack and then they're never going to use it. Like I'd say, man, save your money. And then if you're going to hunt, I support it. go hunt and buy a hunting license, then you support it a few bucks more. And then if you, mm. right? So you're going to support it better if you actually buy it individually. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't. <coughs> Is that jalapeno? <laughs> Jalapenos. Jalapeno got me. I better try my cayenne water. <clears throat> I didn't buy it this year. Yeah, so. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you didn't. Thank you. I'll just make a donation. <laughs> Gosh. You must make more than me because it's like you just want to give your money away to these causes that I waste support. it. They no, waste your I money. I don't feel like that. I feel like <laughs> I don't feel like that at all. Hmm. Okay. I, 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 I would pay. Here's what I would pay. I'd pay an extra fifty dollars if I got a hat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they love you. How I many do. people in the state of Oregon do you think get fishing and hunting licenses? I actually don't know. What do we have? Like four four million people here in the state? Mm-hmm. I don't think we have that many. I think Portland has like a million and a half or something like that. I always thought it used to be like <clears throat> there were three hundred million people in. United States, and we had one. We just cut the zero, two zeros off that, right? And we have three million. No idea. If we have three million people, you know, they probably sell. Oregon population know. is four point two million. Oh, there you go. So you're you're spot on, pretty much. I feel like I might have looked it up recently. I bet that they sell. I mean, are you talking just fishing licenses? Yeah. I don't know, two hundred thousand. Something like that. I don't think they sell very many. I wouldn't say they sell a million. I would say a quarter no. of the people get them. No, I wouldn't think so either. I would say maybe a tenth of the people get them. So that's be about where you are. You yeah. Know, 250. Yeah. 250. 400,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But think that's a lot of revenue that you're getting just by, you know, the on the off chance that somebody's going to fish the Columbia Water Basin or Columbia River Basin. I don't know. This is a shame. All right. In theory... Mm-hmm. What would you do if you went fishing? You let's say you went somewhere with a part of your family, and somebody was like, "Oh, I'll try that for a little bit. That looks fun." Mm-hmm. But they didn't have a license. You're saying, "Am I going to turn them in?" <laughs> would you place them under <laughs> citizens, citizens arrest? Citizens arrest. Citizens <laughs> arrest. No. Would you be like, "Yeah, it does whatever. Not my deal. I have my license. I fish. It doesn't matter to me." Or would you be like, "Uh." What am I going to do? Say something to them? Well, yeah. Would you mention it all? Or would you just be like, oh. So no, if it's a ahead. friend of mine? Yeah. I would say something. Like, let's say you were camping. Yeah. And you, somebody brings a kayak, and you're going out fishing in the morning, and they're like, oh, hey, Bryce, do you have an extra rod? I'd like to fish. Yeah. Would you even ask? It, this person's not a fisherman. They tell you, oh, I've never been oh, fishing yeah. before. Uh, no, they, they wouldn't move use here my, from California. They wouldn't use my fly rods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're collapsible. Your Let's telesc- say I brought, I brought my cheapo. Yeah. Spin, spinning rod. Dude, yeah. I'd, I'd, I mean, I would ask him. I'm like, well, did you know you need to buy a fishing license? Oh, no, I didn't think about that. Well, if you can find service, you can buy it online. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, and then I'm going to leave it at that. That's all I'm going to do is educate that's and back deal. out. Yeah, that's probably a good approach. Right. It's loving. Because, again, it's like I, I did my part. I told you about what you may not have known. Yeah. Which you probably should have known, but and you it know. wasn't. And it's like if something happens later, and you come out, and there's a fish and wildlife guy there, and you get a ticket, and it's not like, yeah. uh, not like I didn't tell you, right, right. Uh-huh. And worst case scenario, 
if he confiscates my rod, that's hopefully not my good one. I'm down. A rod. Do you think that they confiscate your rod? I mean, I let me just be the first to say it. Let me admit, I have received a fishing without a license ticket. You have? I have. I'm not sure we can be friends. I know. <laughs> I in, didn't know. In that. my defense, it was in a past <clears throat> life. It was <clears throat> 20 plus years ago. <clears throat> I was at college, and I just thought we were going to the lake to have some beers. I <clears throat> didn't really know there was fishing. Yeah. Part. And then there was fishing, and so I fished, and then the state trooper came over. Oh man! But I immediately resolved it by buying my fishing license, going uh-huh. to my court appointment, and said. My bad. I didn't know we were going fishing. I ended up with a rod. And so, but I bought a fishing license, and he just reduced my fee by that amount and paid my. Oh, really? You paid money. the difference? Mm-hmm. Huh. Learned learned me my lesson. Yeah, for sure. And so that's kind of why I tend to be rule follower on those sort of ends. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really take a risk there. I get, I I don't have a problem like you're saying. I don't have a problem buying the license, but I just. My issue is with the extra stuff, like that. The special interest add-ons; those are my, those are my. Let me ask you about this one. What is the annual wildlife area parking permit? Hmm. Free. It's free. It's free, but you automatically get it. Yeah. Do you know what that is? It just means that you can park in places that are not like you know, state parks or uh, you know your river, your roadside. Basically, You're, you're just. You're supposed to be able to, I don't know. It's it's pointless, but it allows you to park there, right? <laughs> so, if, like, if you give it for free. Can, <clears throat> and, can anybody park there? Well, I would assume so. But maybe not. I mean, maybe they're supposed to have some sort of free forest pass or free, free. Uh, no, because a forest pass is a forest yeah. pass. Um, I just don't know. I mean, I got it. I get it every year. I don't know where it's for. Washington has the same thing, and you have to have it to park off-road. Yeah, and they come with, that comes with like a clingy all, in your license that you get that yep. you hang from your deal. Yep. I feel like they've got it a little bit more dialed. Um, <clears throat> their app is super cool. Yeah. Do you, you, do you, you talk about app? ODFW. Washington. Washington. Okay. Do you get their app when we went up to the Olympic Peninsula mm-hmm. last year? Because mm-hmm. it's so cool. You can wear oh, yeah. body of water. You're on your click, and you see all the regs right there. Yes. In Oregon... Here's what happens to me, particularly when I'm going to a, a not so regularly um, visited body of water. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, I pull up and I'm like, oh, dang it. I should have checked the regs. So then I, yes, next you time, <laughs> which I do a lot or, but more so what happens is I'm like, I'm going fishing. I'm going to download the regs guide to my phone. Yeah. So I have it, save it for offline. And right. then I get there and it's like gone the cloud makes it go away <clears throat> cloud steals it back it's like it's in the cloud yeah, right. but you it's not on your it. phone it's like well it doesn't do you much good when it's in the cloud <laughs> it needs to be how do you get it down to earth synced in your cloud <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's really nice about that app because even if you're offline you can click on the body of water you're on and uh, we actually used that in washington last year when we were steelheading because yeah. we were looking at stretches of river and i feel like I feel like Washington, that's much more important because their regs are even harder to read than Oregon's, I think. So, and they're varied. Yeah. We were, uh, speaking of their fees and permits and passes, Cora was doing some planning for a session she's got upcoming, and it's Mm -hmm. going to be in Washington, so she's looking at the day-use fees for a snowpark pass. Yeah. In Oregon, right, they're like five bucks, so you just buy the annual permit for... 
$25, you're good to go, stick it in your car. Ready to go. Well, up there, their daily passes are 25 bucks a day Jeez. for a snow park pass. Wow. So then it brings into the like, okay, are you going to go up there enough to make it worth it to buy the annual, which is 50 Because a day pass is not worth it. But it's that's a, a benefit to get to those places away from people. <clears throat> so That's a great... That was pretty brilliant pricing because they're going to sell a $50 pass more often. All day long. Uh-huh. Because if you go two times, you made it worth it. Yeah. And most people will be like, ah, we'll be back. Yeah. Right? And then they don't want to have to worry about it even, again. Even like in Oregon with their... The snow park? Snow park pass. You know, you could charge easily charge more than what they charge for that now. You could charge 10 10 bucks. Hopefully they don't listen. And <laughs> I'm meaning this strictly for satirical purposes. Yeah. <laughs> so that has been past talk. <laughs> we need a little it. dingle. A jingle? A dingle. A dingle. <laughs> a dingle. <laughs> need a dingle. <laughs> need a jingle. <laughs> past talk. Past talk. It'll be like. <laughs> okay. I got an event. I have proposed an event for Is us to go. For a a, a a podcast outing research, yeah. yeah, you know we might do maybe a guest event, meet up <laughs> with some listeners. Um, do you see what I wrote down there? I do. The Oregon Bigfoot Festival. Oh, and beyond is what Oregon beyond? Bigfoot Festival and beyond. I must have closed it. Uh, I'm on the website right now. Okay. Oregon Bigfoot Festival and Beyond presents Monster Mayhem, featuring monster, celebrity monster, guest monster. Jason Haas. A&E Network, Sci-Fi, Travel Channel, and Discovery Plus. Oh, my gosh. This is so good. We've Because we've talked. Maybe we should do some research before we go yeah. to know a little bit more about Bigfoot. Yeah. Big feet. <clears throat> Bigfoots. Maybe we should go out to the museum. So one of the guys that's a guest, Cliff uh, Barrackman. Okay. Or Barrackman. I don't know how you say his name. Uh, he is the guy who runs the museum we want to go to who was on Squatchin'. Yeah, is he going to be at this festival? He's going to be there. His I'm picture sure. is right there. Animal Planet and Discovery, Finding Bigfoot was the show that they had. Oh. Um, and let's see who else was from here. Anyway, there's <laughs> just... Huh? What? I don't... Can I... I, I probably can't talk about the big fish in a little pond. Little little fish That's in a That's another conversation for another day. Okay. But whatever. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I want, you want to talk about it another day? Yeah. That's weird. Okay, we'll talk after <laughs> we go. Weird. We'll talk after. Teaser. <laughs> yeah, teaser. teaser. <laughs> we'll talk about it after we go. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, so we're we're hoping to go to this. This seems like a blast. If we could meet Cliff beforehand, that might be even better. Yeah. Because then we could know him, hook up with him there, and... Record. <laughs> I mean, I just think how amazing This is going to be? be great. This is held in our county at the county fairgrounds. Yeah. July 30th, 30th, yeah. Oregon Bigfoot Festival. Yeah. I started this because there was some other event. I think that the Bigfoot Center out there in Boring had some event this weekend, and I was looking for that, and I was like, wait, what is this? <laughs> Let's go. Yes. It's 25 I'm bucks. Going. These people seem like they're quite passionate about Bigfoot. Oh, man. It's going to be good. I think I think we need to be there. So hopefully we can be there. We'll talk about it more as we get closer. Uh, I don't even know what my calendar looks like in July right now, but oh, dude, it looks so fun, so fun. Yeah, because you're you're a believer, right? I have faith. It, wait, what do you qualify that? I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like, I can see how you might want how further you might clarification. I am a believer. What do you're you? You're a believer. If 
You believe Bigfoot is real? I might have to just drop yeah. this mic. I'm not. I mean, I maybe, maybe, dude. I, it's a tough, tough, tough sell. Tough. Do sell. you think that that video was just made up like that moon video that they made in the 60s? I mean, yeah, exactly. That like moon land, landing on the moon. That moon movie. You think it was one of those done in a. <laughs> we never <laughs> made it to the moon. <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. <clears throat> Who's to know? Um. Wow. Yeah. I, I can't even. I mean, we do have moon cheese. Moon cheese? I think it's a thing. What is that? It's like these little cheese sort of dried curd sort of things. Uh-huh. They're quite good. I should get to see mm. some. Okay. Sorry. But Which, assuming that, yeah, assuming we're all believers here that Bigfoot is real, mm-hmm. us in the room and the listeners, mm-hmm. um, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, boy. I just... Because all <clears throat> these people believe. You know what I would like to know is how many of these people have made a career out of this that don't. Right, they don't believe in it, but they're but they're making a career out of it, like because you know there's got to be people in there that are like, I mean, this is a good way to make a living. What do you it's like? Pretty fun. You write in your junior high yearbook, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like a Bigfoot <laughs> searcher, superstar on yeah. YouTube and TV? Bigfoot scientist, right? Like, oh. you know, can you get a degree in something like that, dude? I hope. Could you imagine you go to OSU? That's where you're gonna get a degree like that. It's gonna be OSU. They've got the or best like outdoor do, degrees. And learn to do stuff like happen to your goats. <laughs> yeah, you can be a veterinarian. <laughs> yep. You can learn how to manage turf. You oh, can yeah. learn they have brewing science. Uh, they have uh, a lot of like, um, you know, agricultural kind of oh, angled, definitely. angled yeah, degrees. Engineering. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, and so, dude, if you could have like, what what is the, did, is Bigfoot... <laughs> Is it? Is there like a classification of? Uh, is it its a own ge- beast, a genus, and a species? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Because you know you've got Bigfoot, you've got Yeti, you've got uh, abominable snowman. What else? Uh, am I missing? Some? What was? Wasn't there a cartoon movie about uh, big feet? Yeah, I, I watched it with my kids. I think I've seen that one too. It's a good one. It it's, was. Good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I'd love to know a little bit more. So we're going to have to go to this so that we can get educated. Oh, we might have to do some research before we go so we oh, can for really sure. yeah. get this figured out. Well, because my, <clears throat> my thing is, are, is it, are they going to see through me? You know what I mean? Oh, really? Are, are they going to like write through me and be like, you don't even believe so this would be like if you tried to go to like the flat earther convention, mm-hmm. you'd be worried. Are these people going to think that you're crazy because you think the Earth is round? Right, and I'd be wearing that day my globe shirt. Right. Oh, and probably not a good shirt choice that day. No. So you just get a red duct tape and put a circle around it and a line through it. <laughs> They're like, here, let me help you with your shirt. <laughs> Did you know that they have Columbia Gorge Jet Boat Adventures does a Bigfoot cruise? What? Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it this time of year. Like, that'd be cold. <laughs> it'd be, be cold wet, and you wouldn't see a Bigfoot. Wet and cold. <laughs> but maybe it's the season for them. I don't know. Yeah. They have some cool art and stuff. I think this is going to be good. 
I think we're going to find out so much that we don't even know about Big Feet. Well, I, I mean, there's only one way to find out, right? We have to go. We have to go. Because again, there's more than just oh Sasquatch. I missed I missed one of those Bigfoot Yeti Sasquatch uh, Abominable Snowman. There you go. Uh, because it's 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 Bigfoot and beyond. So I'm I'm assuming that there are ghost hunters. There, um, you know, probably some some Nessie kind of things. You know, the the river monster mm, kind mm-hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really I don't know. The monsters of the world, man. It's so cool. I wonder I think, if anybody, Chupacabra, if Chupacabra is going to be a thing, you know? You, you're familiar? I don't know. Is that like Chewbacca? It's like the uh, it's like the vampire goat thing in Mexico. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, potentially. <clears throat> huh. I think it'll be fun to look at all of, like, what are the associated uh, concepts and products yeah. that <laughs> Bigfoot Squatch Hunters are into naturally? Mm. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I tell use me. Sasquatch soap, or whatever that's called, isn't it? Sasquatch, or I use Sasquatch beard oil. Doctor Squatch, is that what it's called, or just Sasquatch? Know. Anyway, I got it for Christmas a couple Christmases ago, and it's totally awesome. It's really? like totally natural. There's no weird additives and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I'm gonna use this, and I do. I still use it. Hmm. So there you go. So I believe in that. You believe in. The science of soap. In the marketing of holistic soap that's not, okay. you know, additive. So, anyway. But, yeah. So, that's what we got, I think. Dude, I can't wait. As we find out more, we will send out, uh, post up some links on some of the yep. social places. So, right. that's it. Well, let's uh, load it up, call it a Tuesday. Let's do it. Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us questions or topic ideas at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at patreon.com slash breakingcamp and join the BCP family today. Now get outside and have some fun.